स्मार्ट यू आर लिसनिंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन यू बाय एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट हेलो एंड वेलकम टू मिंट आई एम नसरीन सुल्ताना आई एम एन असिस्टेंट एडिटर एट मिंट I keep a close track of all that is happening in the world of stock markets. You are listening to All Things Markets where I speak to experts analyzing the big trends moving the stock markets. So, what is in store for markets in 2021? Of course much will depend on the progress towards a vaccine and other efforts to mitigate the health crisis but what are the markets staring at in the year ahead as indian markets rallied over 70% from march lows riding on foreign money question is are we out of the woods yet To discuss the big trends and key risk for markets in 2021 I'm in conversation with Prasoon Gajri CIO at HDFC Life Hi Mr Gajri pleasure to have you in the show welcome Thank you thanks Mr So straight up if I have to ask you what do you think about the stock markets rally now uh, that we have almost uh, recovered not only recovered we are 70% higher from the march lows what do you think about the stock markets now clearly i think this recovery has been sharp has been a little bit surprising uh, part of it was expected but uh, the run up now is is a little bit uh, more than at least what we anticipated uh, driven clearly by the fact that one the economic data has improved at the margin and number two by very strong liquidity flows which uh, have been continuing especially in the month of november we saw a fairly large amount of flows from the fis uh, so as of now our view is that uh, yes the economic data at the margin is proving to be positive the second quarter results were better than anticipated most corporates have done well especially at the profitability level if not at the top line level so that augurs well for the market having said that uh, i think uh, this run up is is ignoring some of the risks i believe uh, continue to exist for the market so we don't believe there is a very large upside left from the current levels at the same time we are not bearish on the market we do not believe this market is ripe for a big correction anytime soon uh, uh, at least based on the data we see today so as long as we don't see a mm. second kind of lockdown and we don't see uh, the liquidity flow suddenly reversing uh by and large i think mm. the markets could hold on uh, within a range uh, with some sort of uh, uh, volatility yes but not a very large correction at the same time don't see a large upside purely because one the market has run up and secondly i think somewhere there are uh, those inherent risks which are uh, probably getting ignored in the light of uh, improving economic data and strong liquidity flows right uh I understand when you said that uh, probably there's not much upside left uh, but a lot of foreign brokerages have uh, collectively actually increased uh, uh, sensex nifty targets uh, they, some of them have really bullish targets for sensex by the year end uh, 2021 what i want to ask you from uh, uh, from you is uh, what are the big risks that you see from stock markets uh, for stock markets in 2021 of course another lockdown would be a big dampener but besides that what would be the big challenges for stock markets going ahead see uh, 
the economic data is looking positive. So clearly, in a lot of cases, we are back to pre-COVID levels, uh, and in some cases, marginally below, and some cases, marginally better than the pre-COVID levels. Having said that, uh, if I were to compare uh, the data to say January levels, we, we are not significantly growing from those levels. GDP will still contract this year, uh, albeit by a lower margin than what people thought earlier. So, therefore, that is improvement at the margin, but we are still contracting. The investment cycle is still not picking up uh, very clearly. So, that has been the bane of the Indian economy for a while now. Uh, and I don't see the investment cycle mm -hmm. from the private side, the private CAPEX picking up anytime soon. Government is still hamstrung on the fiscal side. So their ability to continue to pump prime the economy, to keep spending is limited. Even if they want to, there is a limited room. The pandemic, in my view, right. is going to have some impact. Uh, very difficult to really put down how much, where, uh, when will that really emerge. But uh, given the challenges uh, people have faced, it will have some impact on the eventual consumption and behavior of the consumer. Uh, what we are seeing today mm. could just be a pent-up demand and not necessarily a structural pickup in demand. So when I say risks, I, I would really want to wait it out for a few more months to see whatever pickup we have seen on the demand side, is it sustainable or is it just a, a pent-up demand and inventory filling which has happened purely because uh, nothing happened for three to four months and after that things picked up and plus we had the double impact of the festive season uh, which came through. So, uh, worry would be whether this demand is really sustainable, number one, if and when the investment cycle really uh, picks up. And third, uh, which is slightly getting ignored today, is the inflation angle. Uh, while I also continue right. to believe that inflation is a bit temporary and uh, should ebb away, the fact is that uh, it is proving to be more sticky than what people initially thought. And if this continues, this will really put a a spanner in the thought process of RBI, uh, their ability to continue to keep uh, rates low and liquidity very benign. Uh, if inflation remains strong, I, I would suspect that uh, they would at least at the margin have to start showing some intent to contain that inflation. So uh, I don't see this as a big risk today, but if this sustains, uh, then that could be another dampener for the market. Right. So overall, uh, we remain positive on the economy, but some of these risks could prove to be uh, challenging as we get into 2021. Right. See, in 2020 also, the kind of rally that we saw, uh, both for the, you know, the benchmarks uh, and also the smaller uh, stock, it's mostly, uh, you know, uh, driven by foreign money, the liquidity that's coming into Indian markets. But uh, very surprisingly, DIs are on the sidelines and the amount of money that they pumped in in March, uh, around 55,000 crore, that has been completely drained off in, in, in the month of November, around 48,000 crores uh, is the total sell-off. Uh, you belong to the uh, you know, insurance uh, sector and DIs are, is a combination of both mutual fund, banks and insurance sector. What according to you are some of the big uh, challenges or, or big, uh, you know, what are, why are DIs cautious now? I don't think the DIs are cautious per se. I think it's a more a, a function of the flows within the mutual funds. We have seen outflows uh, mm -hmm. consecutively for a number of months now. Right. And under those circumstances, uh, very difficult for uh, uh, the funds to really incrementally add to their positions. As far as we are concerned, our flows have been pretty okay. Okay. 
uh, and we at the margin uh, would have been net buyers in the market so uh, okay very difficult for me to give the number exactly but we we are not being net sellers in the market per se uh, overall di is, is is probably driven by the fact that uh, the investors after this big run up have decided to book some profits take away some money from the markets because that that is a natural consequence when you see such a large run up my sense is it will stabilize uh, once the market stabilizes people have kind of taken out money for a while and uh, the fact is that uh, equity probably still remains the best asset class from a 2 to 3 year perspective uh, given the fact that we are at the fag end of the fixed income rally so from that perspective i do believe the money will start coming back into the mutual funds and the dis at the margin could also become supportive for the market so i remain uh, positive on that aspect uh, i think it's just a temporary blip which we are seeing okay since you are here uh, you know conversing with me i i want to take the, you know ask you one uh, important thing is uh, we know that mutual funds uh, uh, are are kind of facing a redemption uh, pressure and it's not one month it's been there for at least 3 4 months sip was declining uh, in the month of october there was a bit of uh, uh, recovered but uh, is insurance uh, the the equity side of the insurance uh, is uh, is insurance industry also facing su- such kind of similar pressure in the, in kind of low inflow or outflow out net outflow uh very difficult for me to say that for everyone uh because everyone has a different yeah. business mix uh, some companies are heavy on your lips some companies like ours have a far more balanced product mix uh so yeah. maybe some companies could be facing challenges as far as we are concerned at the margin uh, we remain positive as far as the cash flows are concerned as i said earlier so we yes there okay. will be some redemptions in some funds but they on a net basis uh, the company uh, there there is a net accretion uh, to the cash flow and we remain net investors in the market all right are you uh, you know in the insurance sector have you seen any uh, change in behavior of investors or investment after covid it's been around 8 to 9 months uh, and ins- insurance as a sector had uh, you know issues with the premium and all uh, now what does a change in the behavior of customer or invest in investment uh, change in behavior you saw in the last Nine to ten uh, months after COVID. So, uh, as far as the industry is concerned, I sense uh, that there has been a little bit of a pushback on the ULIP side because those are market link uh, and a greater mm-hmm. reliance on uh, buying more protection products or more uh, guaranteed kind of products across the industry. as far as we are concerned uh, as hfc life given that we have a balanced product mix we haven't seen a significant change in our product mix uh, uh, post covid uh, yes there was some uh, pick up in the protection side but that is pretty much across the industry and expected but uh, by and large uh, for us it has been fairly stable as far as uh, the investor behavior is concerned all right okay um uh, i want to you know shift focus to a very emerging trend in 2020 uh was the the it was a year of divergence uh, some stocks really rallied and some stocks lagged and they are still lagging uh, and there are a lot of emerging uh, you know divergent uh, trends that we saw in 2020 uh, both in the economy and in the stock markets uh, do you think that this divergent gap will kind of continue in 2021 as well 
to be honest i think this year uh, the gap has narrowed in fact if i if i look for the uh, year uh, mid caps and small caps have actually be started doing better than the large cap so market has become less concentrated uh, over uh, the last few months yeah. having said that uh, i would remain very uh, uh, of some of the uh, real beaten down stocks and real laggards running up uh, purely because uh, i would really want to wait and watch how the economy really uh, picks up is it a more broad based kind of a growth which has a positive impact across the board or is it still a limited kind of growth in the economy which uh, continues to put pressure on the smaller businesses so let's wait and watch uh, my view is that certain level of concentration in the stock returns is likely to continue uh, albeit uh, it was not going to be as uh, concentrated as we have seen for example in 2019 uh, and the early part of uh, 2020 as well right okay uh, one last question i want to ask you is uh, uh, right now most economists and analysts are pinning hopes on the rural consumption demand uh, that's going to drive the sectors and also the economy out of the slump that we had got into after covid and of course uh, there are many positive factors for it starting from the harvesting season to the monsoon but what about the urban consumption are you seeing any green shoots are you seeing any kind of possible growth factors that you may be expecting in 2021 uh, to be honest uh, nothing really much on the horizon uh, we are uh, able to hmm. see the revival in the rural economy because the government has supported it big time uh, a lot of spending on narega has helped the bottom of the pyramid uh, especially in the rural areas uh, but for the urban consumer uh, urban low middle class middle class frankly there has been no real scheme or no real impetus from the government on that count and this segment of uh, the consumer has uh, probably borne the brunt of this pandemic because small businesses had to shut down a lot of units uh, kind of fired the workers so hmm. i don't really see a very big positive sign on the urban side immediately I haven't really seen any data points hopefully as the economy recovers hmm. job growth picks up again uh wage growth comes back uh, we will start seeing some sort of an urban revival but so far to be honest it's uh, it doesn't look like a very uh, bright spot so as to say all right all right mr gaji thanks a lot for that insightful conversation and thank you so much for giving us time thank you so much mr thank you For feedback, you can write to me at nasreen.s@lifemin.com, or you can reach out to me on Twitter at Nasreen Story. You can also reach out to us at HT Smartcast. We are present on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And to listen to more podcasts like this, you need to log on to www.htsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.